and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Hello and welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, Linda Winnington. <laughs> there you go. It is, uh, this is Monday, March. The, she, this really beautiful woman just uh, walked in my studio and, uh, Rarell, how you doing? Good looking. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> oh yeah. Hey there. <laughs> anyway, uh, today is Monday, but you smell really good. Okay. I got to say that. Okay. And I don't have your microphone hooked up, so you can't even talk right now. But uh, today is Monday. Just that's what I live for. These little, just little surprises of uh, this uh, gorgeous woman walking in. She smells like strawberries. I mean, yeah, baby, yeah. Uh, today is Monday, March thirteenth, in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three. This is hour two of episode eight twenty of the Brian Hank Show, presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, well, by golly, you missed a really good hour because we had. Uh, our good friend, Mark Panicelli joins us. If you're sitting there going right now, I'm sure you are. Wait a minute. Mark Panicelli. Isn't he your regular Friday guest? Is that what you said, Linda? Yeah. Yeah. No, he, uh, I've got him and, uh, Paul Whittington have switched now. Uh, Paul is now our regular Friday first hour guest. Uh, yeah. Now, now you understand. Now you understand. Damn, you look good, girl. That's all I got to say. Okay. Can I have some fries with that shake? <laughs> there you go. But uh, Paul Whittington now joining us in our second, our, our first hour on Fridays, and it, the move mainly because of NASCAR. I mean, uh, I I enjoy talking, you know, looking at the past weekend, uh, what happened. By the way, William Byron won yesterday, second race in a row that he has won. But uh, I, but and Mark knows more about the rest of the sports world too, so it just seemed like a natural fit. Both of them agreed to it. So now every Monday, first hour is going to be Mark Panicelli. And now every Friday, first hour is going to be uh, Paul Whittington as we'll talk uh, the upcoming NASCAR race and everything else that we'll be doing with him. So really do appreciate uh, those two guys switching around. But like I said, if you missed our first hour, you missed talk about a fast-moving hour. I had nine things on my list here to talk to Panicelli about. We got to three of them. Okay. Well, actually, I technically we got to four of them. Uh, didn't get to talk any NASCAR. Like I said, we'll do that later on this week with, uh, with our good friend, Paul Whittington, but, uh, man, really good first hour here in our second hour. We're going to have uh, Jackson Massey. He's a head baseball coach of, uh, the two, a favorite, uh, to win the two, a uh, state championship, North Lenore Hawks. Uh, he's also the co-athletics director at North Lenore. And, uh, there's a, a rumor floating around Lenore County that they have found their football coach. So, uh, we're going to be uh, talking to him, like I said, here in a few moments about that. I'll tell you what, before we get into that though, let's, uh, thank a couple of our sponsors here. want to thank our good friends over at Woodman life. I've had my life insurance there for more than 10 years. Absolutely. Positively could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I take, those I care for will be very well taken care of the beauty of woman life though. Isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community is evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group organization, church or government agency. And these one here in Eastern North Carolina, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to Danny Rice, to Jared Edwards, and Woman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. 
beside Highland Furniture, and that's across from Sale Auto Mall. Saw uh, Jared up at the ACC tournament. Scott and I had a chance to talk to him uh, last week. That was a lot of fun. Hey, thank you to uh, Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's absolutely positively where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building. Next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, uh, Spence Automotive is owned by our good friend and local sports riding legend, Keith Spence, and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him that the Brian Hanks show sent you. And uh, I promise they won't charge you extra for that. <laughs> I love, we love us some Spence Automotive. And uh, he is also the sponsor of our Spence Automotive guest line. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line is the head baseball coach, co-athletics director over at North Lenore High School. And I got to tell you, coach, uh, tons, and I don't have to tell you because you're living in the bubble yourself, but uh, tons and tons and tons of uh expectations for this team uh coming into the season you guys have uh played really really well to this point and uh just sorry uh basketball jumped in the way there and, and acc tournament and all that or i would have had you on earlier but uh just we, i want to preview and uh talk about this uh north lenore baseball team it's uh one one of the good guys jackson massey joining us this morning here on the brian hanks show on our spence automotive guest line how are you doing this morning coach I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing good. Looking forward to playing, uh, or not playing. I wish I could play. Looking forward to talking some uh, high school baseball with you. And I got to tell you, Coach, everywhere you go, everybody is talking about this team. You've got uh, arguably the the best pitcher in the state of North Carolina uh, on the mound for you in Luke Cannon, uh, a player that has already uh, made his commitment to Campbell University, signed on the dotted line. Uh, and not only that, you've got nine seniors other than him on this team too. And I, I got to ask you, I mean, uh, how are you managing these expectations with this team? And they know, they know they're good. They've been together for a while. It kind of reminds me of going back to that 2005, 2006, 2007, North and North, uh, those teams that won two state championships, finished as a runner up one year that, uh, they'd all been together for a long time. And they knew what expectations were. They knew what was on them. And I, it's taken me two minutes to ask you a question, Coach. I apologize for that. <laughs> but why, but how are you managing those expectations with this very talented Hawks squad that you have, sir? Uh, we're just trying to control what we can control. Um, you know, our, our job is to go out there and practice each day and try to get better and figure out ways to make our team better. And, you know, there are a little bit of expectations. We, we are a long ways away from being a – state championship caliber team um, but hopefully that's the goal at the end of may is to uh have a chance to play for one and have a chance to make a run in the playoffs and you know like i said these guys with social media and, and all these baseball websites that cover high school sports they can see what people say about us or whatever and you know that that's okay i mean it, it, i'm not going to sit here and act like we're trying to ignore it because it's right in front of you um but the, the main thing is, is as long as we're worried about making North Lenore better and trying to get better each day, then that stuff, that stuff will take care of itself. And um, so our guys have been doing a really good job of that. And, you know, we played uh, 28 innings of baseball and for 26 of them, we looked really good. And for two of them, we looked really bad. Um, so now we're just about to get into conference play. So we've got a big week of practice ahead and, 
and start a new chapter of the season. Absolutely. Coach, you've been on, and again, that voice list too, you know who it is. It's Jackson Massey, the head baseball coach over at North Lenore, uh, talking about managing these expectations for this very, very talented team. Now, you've been on both sides of the fence, Coach. You've been the underdog before. You've been, in a, been obviously, the favorite in a lot of games too, but that's one of the things I like to ask a, you know, a, a Perry Tindall and a Wells Gulledge and, uh, and a Jackson Massey. You've been on both sides of the fence. Uh, again, a favorite a lot of times an underdog is there anything that do you prefer is there a role that you prefer do you like being the guy that sneaks up on teams or do you like being the big dog coming in and uh having north and north on your chest and everybody taking shots at you well i'll put it this way if we're having a down year like last year i love to be in the underdog and you know in the years past and maybe this year like i try to get our guys to embrace having that target on their chest um, so it really just depends on what kind of season you're having or what kind of team you got. But, you know, for now, you know, I, I think that these guys are, you know, I think they're circled on some people's schedules. And so I'm trying to get our guys to embrace that and understand that, you know, whenever we go on the road or whenever we play a team, this is going to be a big game for both teams. And, um, you know, when you embrace that kind of stuff, I think that it kind of helps you manage expectations a little bit of, what to look forward to whenever you're going to, uh, to certain schools. and um, So this year we're all about embracing it. You know, we we got to have that – I think that we have that tra- target on our chest and um, have it carry it with confidence and understand that, you know, um, everybody's going to give you their best and, and that's what we're trying to, to manage on our end. Well, and that's absolutely what you guys have to do too. Uh, that voice list too, Jackson Massey, head baseball coach over at North Lenore High School. And uh, before you can even, and you just uh, alluded to the conference schedule, Coach, I mean, before you even start thinking about making a run to a state title, it's uh, your conference right here. And last year, East Duplin were the, uh, up until the state playoffs, <laughs> they were the, the the world beaters. They did a pretty good run through the East Central 2A. Uh, who do you see? I mean, obviously, everybody's uh, picking you guys to win the EC2A this year, but uh, where do you see you guys? Where do you see the other teams? Uh, and kind of break them down a little bit. East Duplin, South Lenore, uh, other teams in the EC2A this year, Coach. Well, I think it's going to be a, very similar to what we saw last year to where it was a super competitive conference, um, top to bottom, really. Um, you know, I think we had close games with just about everybody in our league, at least for one of those two. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, I think East Duplin, uh is the best team in the conference right now based off of what they did last year. I know they lost some guys, uh, but they still got a, a lot of key returners. Um, and then I think you can throw teams like us. You can throw South Anor, James Keenan, Southwest Onslow, you know, Wallace and Kinston. You can just throw us all really in a mix uh, because you don't, you, you never really know what you're going to get out of high school kids. And, you know, but like I said, I think based off of last year and what they have returning, I think it's East Duplin and everybody else is coming after them. And uh, hopefully we can be in that mix at the top. And, um, but I mean, I think, I think you're going to see an extremely deep conference with some really competitive games. Um, it's going to be a little different this year because we're not doing the series like we've done in the past. You took away uh, my before. next question, Coach. No, but And yeah. I'm going I'm to interrupt you there because I do, just to let folks know what you're talking about, uh, after since the pandemic and I guess what for two seasons, I loved it, Coach. The you knew if you were playing uh, South Lenore that you were playing them in back to back games in the same week. Same thing with all the rest of the teams. You were doing uh, two games against the same team for six weeks essentially. Uh, I gotta ask, why did you guys get away from that this year, Coach? 
Well, I think it's more of a from an administration standpoint with athletics, and, and I see I play both sides of the fence here because from the baseball side of it, that's how you find out who your pure champions are. That's how you find out who the best teams in the conference are because you know anybody can save one arm and kind of mix and match on your schedule to where you're seeing the same arm twice and. When you're playing the same team back to back, I think you find out who's got the better depth. I think you find out who's the better all around team. Um, but that's just from a baseball standpoint. Um, from a AD standpoint, it's, it's a lot easier whenever, um, you know, you got soccer, softball and baseball all at home. It's better for gates, for, for, uh, financials. Um, and it's a lot easier to where you can say, okay, you know, Tuesday we got James Keenan. Uh, all all events are home, and the same thing whenever we go to their place. It just kind of keeps things more intact. Um, but yeah, from a, from a coaching sport, coaches part of it, I hate that we're going away from it. Um, but I get it, and we tried it uh, for a couple of years, and now we're going back to the more uh, traditional part of the scheduling. So, well, um, that makes it tougher for us, and you know, I think we'll be okay. Um, but yeah, that's how we're going to do it this year. Well, there you go. And I mean, I can understand both ways, coach. I mean, I really can. I mean, for years, I got to tell you, you, it, with what you did and what uh, other coaches did in this conference, it made me kind of really fall in love with that concept. I like the idea of, you know, if you had a, a team with just one arm, because you know that's what you're going to face every year or every year, every game in conferences, you're going to face the number one arm. Uh, when North Nor is playing somebody, I kind of like the idea that if you played Tuesday and Thursday or even Tuesday and Friday, that there's no way that uh, another team could do that to you. So you got kind of more representation. But coach, I understand. I mean, I understand that you know that's the reason you would stay. You know that you would go back to the old way too. Uh, Jackson, Master, yeah. I, no, go ahead, sir. I compare it to, and you know this better than a lot of people. You know four basketball games in one night is extremely long and extremely uh, time-consuming. But for the financial part of it, it makes sense instead of splitting up JV boys and JV girls and having two at one site, two at the other site. It's just similar situation to that. I'm glad you brought that up. Talk about getting off uh, off script here. I, I, I have an idea. You being uh, athletics director, co-athletics director there at North and North, let me bounce this off of you and talk about we're getting totally off base here, Coach. I hope you don't <laughs> mind. But we tend, you and I tend to do that sometimes, though. But I have for years have advocated, and no one will listen to me, but having both boys, having JV boys and varsity boys at one side on the same night on one on one night and having the JV girls and varsity girls at the other side and then of course when you do your home and home you you uh, you mix that up the next time what do you think about that I, and the reason being and you know this coach as well as I do and I'm not denigrating any gender or any sports but there are people who are girls basketball fans there are people who are boys basketball fans why not put both of the boys games at one site one night both of the girls' games uh, at one site one night. It, it, tell me why that's a bad idea, Coach. Well, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Uh, we've actually, you know, we've toyed around with some ideas as far as our conference on what we're trying to do. Um, you know, I graduated high school in the mid-2000s, and when I was in high school, I think everybody was at the same site except for the JV girls' game at that time. Um and, you know, we, we've just toyed around with some of those ideas. Of, but, you know, the main thing is trying to figure out, and like you said, with girls and boys basketball fans, you know, 
probably the past four years, we had, we had a ton of people that wanted to come and watch our girls basketball. Absolutely, yes. You know, there were there was those our our games were packed by the time the girls games started, and you know, and it just kind of it, it alters every now and then because um, our boys and girls both had a good year this year. Um, but you know, like I said, that's not a bad idea, but you know, I don't get paid enough to make those kind of decisions. Um, so I'm just, you know, our conference is trying to figure out what, what works best, but you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's going to be a long night. Uh, you, you're used to it by now, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing something to where, you know, if we can, if it all works out, something, something similar to that. I think it would be awesome, and I really do. And like I said, and I'm not denigrating either side in sports, but you use a great example now. And in past years, when Ashanti was there, you the gym would be full at North Lenore to see her play, and then maybe some fans would leave before the boys' game because they were there to see that. I don't. I, I just don't see where. I tell you what, Coach, this is the deal. When they put me in charge of the sports world, that's what's going to happen. Okay. All right, just give me credit for it whenever you make that decision. <laughs> I definitely will. On the line with us right now, Jackson Massey. He's our big interview here this morning on the Brian Hanks Show. And as you know, our, our big interview brought to you every day here on the show by UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenson, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's get back into our big interview here. It's Jackson Massey, head baseball coach over at uh, North Lenore. And coach, we got off task here a little bit. Let's uh, pivot back to the baseball team here. And uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to break down your roster a little bit here, coach. And uh, obviously if you talk to not diehard fans like myself or Junius or, you know, Trey Scott or any of those guys coach, but if you talk to just even an average high school sports fan in our area, they may not know a lot of players. They know you're the head baseball coach there. They may not know a lot of players on that North North team, but I'll bet you anything. They know who Luke Cannon is and he is, he's uh, invariably, I mean, he, or inevitably he is the star of this uh, North North Hawks team. I just wanted to give you a chance to uh, brag on him and the way he has handled himself here, uh, not just last year being your number one, but going into this year knowing that not only is he the number one pitcher on your North North Hawks team, but probably if he's not the best pitcher pitching prospect in the senior class in the state of North Carolina this year, he's definitely in that conversation for top four or five, isn't he, sir? Well, I think that Luke's done a really good job of, of handling expectations because he's had he's had us since he walked in the building at North and North. Um, you know, the the thing that impresses me about Luke is, you know, he's going to pitch at the next level, but this year he's really been one of our better hitters at the same time. Um, he he was one of our better hitters in the playoffs last year, and he's just a good all around player and. You know, he's still working on developing those, you know, leadership skills and things like that. And, you know, he's got bad days just like the rest of them. And, you know, that's that's part of being a teenager. But, you know, I'm proud of the way he's handled expectations. I'm proud of the way he's played this year. And, 
you know, we got a lot of guys, man. I, I mean, I mean, this is probably the most depth that we've ever had here at North Lenore. Um, I think we've got 13 or 14 guys that we can plug into the starting lineup at any time. And, and Luke's, Luke's been one of those guys that's been at the forefront of it. But we've got a lot of guys that are deserving of success. And, and I'm proud of all of them. And, and you know, and, and I'm, like I said, Luke's there leading the, leading the pack. And, um, you know, I, I'm just proud of the whole team. What are his strengths, Coach? Well, he's a competitor. Um, you know, he, he, he's really, really smart um, as far as the game of baseball goes. He, he, he watches the game and really tries to depict some things from the, other, from the other side, from the other team, what their pitcher's doing, uh, what they're doing on the bases, things like that. He's, just, he's, a, he's a real learner of the game, if that makes sense. And, and I think that that makes him a better, that much better of a player is, you know, as the game's going on, you know, you can see it in his in his mind, his brain's spinning a little bit as far as learning and seeing what they do well, what they don't do well, and um, so it, just his mindset of how he attacks each game it, it really impresses me as a high schooler. I know one of the things that uh, just being again outside your program and you know looking at Luke Cannon being uh, you know your number one pitcher, I know one of the conversations were who is going to emerge as that second starter for you guys, and it seems like it's going to be Jackson Jenkins. Or uh, am I am I wrong there, Coach? No, I mean Jackson. Jackson's probably going to be our number two, um, and I, I even hate saying number two because you know Jackson would be a number one on a lot of high school baseball teams. And, you know, Jackson, he earned his stripes last year as a sophomore, pitched really good in some big moments for us. And so I look at it kind of like a 1A, 1B to where any game I'm confident flipping out either one of those guys and, and they can give us a chance to win. Um, we really got another good starter in Eli Kearney, um, who's a junior. We pulled him up last year about halfway through. and Eli's thrown some really productive games. Eli started two of our three games or two of our four games that we've played. Um, so, you know, we get, like I said, man, the, the depth that we have here is really, really special, but yeah, Jackson, Jackson has been picking up his, uh, picking up some momentum and some velocity and he's pitched really well, uh, throughout the games, just like a lot of other guys have. Well, you mentioned, of course, like we said, we did with Luke and then with Jackson and Eli, who are a couple other arms that, uh, cause I know you've got a deep, uh, pitching staff over there, coach, who are a couple of the other arms you're going to be counting on this year? Yeah. Uh, Jacob Suggs has been a really good option for us out of the bullpen. Um, and we brought up two sophomores with us, uh, Petey Wiggins, um, who he's been battling some elbow uh, stiffness during the start of the year, but we're trying to ramp him back up and get him in game shape. And another sophomore that we got is uh, Mason Sasser. And both of those guys provide options out of the pen, or if we have a third game and if we're, if we're low, on, uh, low on arms to where they can get a start in the midweek game. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's what six guys that we can really depend on at any at really at any moment, and then we've got some other guys that have that have been a part of the pitching program for you know their whole time in high school. And if we don't have to use them, that's a good thing. But if we do use them, then they're they're familiar with it and comfortable with it to where they can get us some outs as well. So I'd probably say you know six guys that we really want to depend on, and and if we've got to extend further, we got you know two or three more that can get us some outs. Well, you've played four games so far this season. You've scored 33 runs in those games, Coach. So offense is obviously going to be another strength again for uh, North North. Who are some of those strong bats you got this year, Coach? Well, really, you know, 
especially this year, like the, the top of our order gets a lot of credit, but really the middle to bottom of our order has been the difference in us winning games this year compared to how we started last year. Just from our six through nine hitters, so our six hitter is Tyler Sears, and I think he leads our team in on-base percentage. Wow. I think he might have not have got on base like twice in four games. <laughs> our seven our seven hole is a sophomore, Carter Chadwick. Uh, Carter Chadwick started his varsity baseball career. He went four for four with a home run against North Pitt. Um, Braden Dolphin's been in our eight hole, and I think three of the four games, Braden's come up with a big RBI hit that would either give us the lead or, you know, something that really broke open the game. And Jackson's in our nine hole, who who's just a really tough out, you know, and he probably wouldn't be hitting in the nine spot on a lot of teams, but he's just been really productive for us. So, you know, we've got those guys at the top of the order, the names that you always hear, but really the, the difference has been our middle and bottom of the order that have, have really kept this offense really rolling. And, they, and they've been – uh, they've been super impressive for us for the first four games. Defensively, how does this team look, Coach? Uh, so far, like I said, man, we, we looked really good for uh, 26 of our 28 innings. You know, we, we played at Southern Wayne the other night. and You know, it, the weather conditions weren't the best, but, you know, they played in Southern Wayne, played in the same ones we did, and uh, we made a few mistakes. But um, I think I, I don't know, man. Like two or three errors in four games, which you know any high school coach would take early in the year. Um, but I mean, we, everybody's been there before. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. Like experience can be good or bad depending on how you grow from it and how you learn from it. And you know, our guys seem to have learned from some of the things that that kept us back, that held us back a little bit last year. And uh, we just got a veteran group. And, you know, we're plugging in some of these young guys that we've brought up whenever we can. And um, So every everything that you're looking for, pitching, offense, and, and defense, you know, we've been pretty solid with it so far. Um, but we got a lot of we got a lot of games left. And, you know, our, our goal is just to continue to grow and uh, get better. And, you know, with that comes more confidence. And, and hopefully that puts us in a good position come the end of the season. Very good. Uh, that voice you listen to, Jackson Massey, uh, head baseball coach over at North Lenore High School. We're breaking down uh, this 20, 2023 season. Uh, uh, again, with tons of expectations, you addressed that earlier. But I'd like to ask you, all right, just to put you on the spot, does, with all the seniors that you have on this team, Coach, I mean, all the batting, uh, arguably, like I said, the best pitcher in the state of North Carolina on this roster too, Coach. Hey, what are your your expectations, Coach. I mean, is this a state championship caliber team? What are your expectations for this 23 version of the North and North Hawks, sir? Well, first, we, I want to win our conference. Um, I think that that's a, an attainable goal. Um, and that's been our goal every year is, you know, we want to win the conference. And, uh, if that goal fails, our second goal is always host a playoff game. And we've done that every year. Um, and so, you know, our main goal is the uh, take care of what we can take care of during the regular season. We're not looking ahead to the playoffs or anything like that. Um, but if we take care of our, our business and we win the conference, I mean, I don't think there's a doubt that we can make a run in the playoffs. But, you know, you got to catch some breaks here and there, and we got to stay healthy. And um, So that's what we're really, we're really focusing on. You know, we really – Based off of last year, you know, we, we talked about last year a lot really during the off season and things like that as far as, you know, some mistakes to correct and what positions we don't really want to be in. But really since the season started, 
you know, we haven't mentioned a word about last year. And we're, we're worried about this year. And, it's you know, it's a lot of the same guys, but none of these guys have really stayed the same. All of them have improved in, in certain aspects of the game. So we're just trying to take care of our business now and, and hopefully compete for a conference championship. And maybe the stars will line to where we can make a deep playoff run. So we'll see. Well, I can tell you, Coach, again, being outside the program that that I am, it is uh, expectations are high amongst all us uh, prep baseball fans for you guys, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the good things about being at North Lenore is you always have expectations. And, um, you know, and our guys aren't going to run away from them. But, you know, we got a long ways to go, and we got a lot of work to do to get to where we want to be. But, you know, I'm just. I just hope that we have a good practice on Monday. <laughs> High school baseball, man. You, you gotta. You gotta keep these guys in tune and locked in. So hopefully, we just have a good day of practice on Monday. And not to mention being a meteorologist too, and you know, always checking the weather. That's for sure. Listen, we've got a couple minutes left here with you, Coach, and I'm going to ask you to switch your hats from uh, being the head baseball coach to being uh, athletics director over there at North Lenore High School. And uh, I got to tell you, I was out of town for much of last week, but. Uh, I had a couple people slipping my DMs and uh, a couple of messages that there's a rumor out there that North and North has found its football coach. Is that true? Um, we found our guy. Um, that I, I'll hold up my end of the bargain to where you'll be the first media person <laughs> to know. Um, but we haven't announced it yet as far as publicly or anything like that. Um, I believe he'll start um, on the 20th, maybe. Um, so is that what, that's next Monday? Yep. Um, so I believe he'll start then and, um, you know, we'll formally introduce him then. Um, but like I said, I, I, I remember we remember, I remember talking <laughs> and I, I'm holding up my end of the bargain. So I love um, it. I love it. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we're excited. Um, you know, and, and we want this to be the right fit for him and for us. And, um, so yeah, I think that'll all come out, come about next week. Um, but yeah, everybody's excited. Can't wait for that coach. Listen, uh, you're always so generous with your time. And I mean that coach Massey, I've always appreciated that about you. And, uh, listen, thank you for taking And I know crazy busy time right now as we're in the season. I appreciate you, uh, talking to us here on a Monday morning. I hope, you know, everybody's pulling hard for you guys. And, uh, I'd, I'd love to be talking to you. Like you said, in May, as you're uh, getting ready for a best of three series. How about that coach? man this i just need to have a good practice monday don't put me on the spot like that man. i love it listen coach massey thank you so much sir and uh, we'll talk to you soon have a good week of practice sir all right man go hawks go hawks indeed that's coach jackson massey from uh, north lenore really appreciate him like i said uh, spending time with us let's play the birthday game we'll come back and wrap up today's show right after that today is monday March the 13th in the year of Lord 2023. What a weekend, man. The ACC tournament. We now know everybody's going to be in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Uh, we've got, you know, the, the race to the national championship coming up. Who you got winning it all in your bracket, John Dawson? Haven't had time to fill out a bracket, Brian. It's Monday morning. There you go. Jonathan Massey. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm just going to be really uncreative and say Houston. Yeah, they've definitely got a great chance. Being one of the top seeds, and uh, I'm going to say Shamanad. You, sir. <laughs> that's cold blooded. Too a, early in the damn morning for that, John Dawson. That's, that's, that's a, all I got to that's say. That's some cold lotion. <laughs> God, why? 
Ooh, Don't you I love got, me, John Dawson? I love you to death, and you, you try to get me going 28 times an episode. I get John, you like I once got, a week, man. I got to tell you, man, that was uh, <laughs> that was that man. was colder than a well digger's ice head. <laughs> Dude, you've got a, you've had all these little analogies lately. Uh, I've got I've got really obsessed. I'm, yeah, pretty much. Basically, yeah. I've just gotten really obsessed with these old Southern sayings. I feel like they they resonate with our demographic a little bit better. Well, there you go. They probably do. They probably do. Oh, how about your weekend over there, Mizzle? <laughs> I just spent most of my weekend looking up dumb Southern sayings. Oh, sorry. I didn't. Do you know any about people? That I didn't realize you were trying to drown yourself. Yeah. Um, I didn't look when you started. Oh, okay. So that's my, that's my fault. Tell Greg, everybody what just happened. Greg Luganis doesn't displace that much water when he jumps <laughs> in the pool. God. Uh, Brian just lowered Lenore County's water table. <laughs> there you go. I do like water. We're going to sign Brian good. up for SIP classes. I tell you what, though. You, like myself, have you not fallen in love with Arizona tea? I've always loved Arizona tea. It's I a, never a, had it until like two weeks ago. That's the truth. Two or three weeks ago, dude. A, it, it, is always, it was always that go-to, and I couldn't really decide. You you know, you go into a gas station. I got 752 options. I didn't know what I wanted. I, I'd always see the Arizona. I'm like, you know what? It's cheap, and there's a lot of it. Yeah. How about it's if you delicious. Go, how about if you go into a gas station now and you've, you drank water all week and you're like, you're like I'm going to be a wild man and have a Coke. Yeah. You can't get a regular size can of Coke now. It's like nine feet tall. <laughs> I've seen those. What is what's the Now, did you get a regular Coke or did you get, you know, they've got the Coke with coffee in it now, right? Have you seen oh, those? God. I'm not, jo- like I'm not joking. Nitro if there, or something, if like anyone, something No, that's Pepsi Nitro. It's if Coke. anyone up in Canada is listening, please invade this country and take over now. <laughs> yeah. Coca-Cola with coffee in it. it. I promise, Coca-Cola with coffee in it. That is not. I'm not exaggerating. That's not hyperbole. You you realize most of Canada, French Canadians and the French aren't known for winning many things. Coca-Cola with coffee in it. Yeah, that's that's right up there with sneakers with lights in them. That's, it's time for someone to overthrow us. But kids love those, and they look cute in them. And Brian has a pair. <laughs> I wish I had a pair. There's there's kids in third world countries wearing cardboard for shoes, and we have lights in ours. Eh, something's out of whack there. I don't know. <laughs> it's called right. balance. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, it's new balance. <laughs> I, I'm going to give Brian a little <laughs> Thank you. There. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Massey, you won on Friday. Yeah, that's you over there. Yeah, I'm sorry that I shocked you and surprised you there. <laughs> but you won on Friday. By the way, do you miss your hour of sleep? We did the jump forward an hour. Well, we, got, we got seven seconds forward without stopping that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, you know, I, at this time of the morning, I expect it to be, you know, the last week or so it's been kind of light outside. Now it's dark again. And I don't like to spring forward, John Dawson. I just I don't like, like it like to it. be dark when I get up. I feel like I'm getting a jump on the day. Jonathan? Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. Oh, you know, okay. I, don't, I don't like I don't like the the sun to be out when I'm waking up. I feel like the day's already gotten away from me. Okay. And yeah, what, what about this movement to just get rid of daylight savings time? Have you heard about that? And that's a true thing. And there, it's in the North Carolina House. I, I don't know. There's on the the list of th- the pages of things that I'm worried <laughs> about. It's on like page 972. So. Well, I feel yeah. like, and I could be wrong in this, but Benjamin Franklin would not be a proponent of this what, pretty sure what? he invented daylight saving or Did he? proposed it okay yeah. i think do you know the state of arizona is the only state in the united states that does not move forward or go back it stays uh, the that, same all year round it's just that's surprising from arizona such a progressive state <laughs> you would think yeah they would, uh, chuck d said by the time i get to arizona you remember that song 
it it would actually he he might be saving some time because Arizona doesn't go forward or back. There you go. Well, in all fairness, what reason would he have to go to Arizona, really? Yeah, it's a yeah. Anyway, okay, uh, John Dawson, or I'm sorry, Jonathan Massey, uh, you need to tell us about Goeco Office Automation. Uh, Goeco Office Automation and Jack Pass League. Uh, it's a that is a marriage made in heaven. They have been providing Eastern North Carolina and probably some some other areas. Uh, I heard he was going to Los Angeles because he, he was getting, looking at a sponsorship deal for the Dodger Stadium. I don't know the validity of this, but I've heard. Okay. But they've been providing these incredible products like that Canon MF420 copier over there up and down the eastern seaboard for quite some time now. And uh, if you want to jump in on that action and get yourself some fine office automation equipment, you need to give Jock a call. Well, how would we do that, John Dawson? Yeah. With the phone. Oh, with the phone. <laughs> oh, oh, with the phone. Okay, okay. And uh, you call me 252-252-286-286-53-53-54-54. Man, we had that Everly Brothers harmony going on <laughs> yeah, that one. Did. That, that was, was tight, that dog. Was beautiful. It was beautiful. Uh, you know what? I'm going to save it for a couple of days because I think, yeah, Wednesday's birthday is we get to talk a little bit about uh, the Beach Boys. I'll deep, you know, I'll save it for Wednesday. We're we're already deep in this one, but I deep dove into Pet Sounds, and I kind of want to pick your brain about that and mm-hmm. how Rolling Stone called it the second best album of all time. I guess Bullocks. it's teasing, dude. And I listened to it. It's it's. We'll, we'll wait till. Yeah, then. yeah, we'll wait till Wednesday and talk about it. Okay, uh, so let's go ahead and jump into today's birthday game, and you get to go first, uh, Jonathan Massey. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, jumping into the birthday game, right? Wow, wow. that's right. I'm taking an audio medium and turning it visual. There you go. I figured you would know you'd be all over this. Oh, I was waiting awesome. for you to get your erotic dance over with. <laughs> I was rolling my shoulders for you. you start the year off February! March! Uh, is it Bobby Darren? I don't know. No, it's Neil Sedaka. Oh, there you go. Neil Sedaka, uh, who was... Uh, Sedaka. Sedaka. I never can say his name. Right. But this is him. This is uh, Calendar Girl. Mm-hmm. Off the album, the very best of Neil Sedaka. Sedaka. Sedaka, so like data, Daka. Yes. Sedaka. Okay, yes. I like that. Okay, there you go. Wait a minute. It's way too loud, Brian. I know, wait a minute. You know, people are in their cars, and this is annoying them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it too loud? Is it up too loud? Is it up too low? <laughs> uh, there you go. Nielsen Daka. Daka. Over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Say Dak. Dak. Daka. Daka. Oh, you're doing it on purpose now. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Sedaka. Yes. Nielsen Daka. Yes. I did it. How old today is Neil Sedaka, John, Jonathan Did Matthew. he also have that song, She's Having My Baby? Was that him? I think so. He's got Breaking Up is Hard to Do, Laughter in the Rain, Next Door to an Angel. What's wrong with your son over there? I was just making conversation while you were thinking. I'm sorry. I didn't know you had an answer. Happy birthday, ready. Sweet 16. Which one did you say? I thought he did. She's Having My Baby. I might be mistaking him with someone else from that time. Think. Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to hear his. It's version. not the same. Oh, it's so. not. I'm just gonna guess so uh, we can. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Immigrant song. Wait a minute. Is this Neil Sedaka or is this uh, Led Zeppelin? 
86. You say 86. He is not 86, John Dawson. How old is Neil Sedaka? 85. He was born March 13th in the year of our Lord. 1939, so he's 84 today. Congratulations, John Dawson. I tell you what, though, you know what? You absolutely have to give Jonathan Massey credit for getting that close to someone. Ah, he gets nothing. <laughs> there you go. That's what I thought. I give you a little bit of credit, though. Okay? I don't give him anything either. <laughs> not sure I was ready for that. Okay, uh, John Dawson, you lead one to nothing. Let's get this next uh, band ready here. Man, so many great songs. I don't know what to pick from this band. I'll do it. Uh, let's see. He's the basis for this, for this band. Adam Clayton. The band? You too. The song? Mysterious Ways. The album? Octung Baby. The year? 92? 91. Yeah, excuse 91. me. Well, you weren't far off, dude. Ooh, sorry. Oh, come on now. Not while we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> well, they released their new album on Friday. Well, and I sort can't. of. But in the We've article the article I sent you that you haven't read, haven't read they discussed their new album that they're working on. It's supposed to be a noisy guitar album. Which, And what's weird you is... What? I did read that. I did read that. And what's weird is this collection of 40 songs that they've gone back and turned into acoustic demos with no guitar, the Edge was in charge of. So the guitar, ah, whatever. I know. Favorite U2 song? Oh, ah. I know. There's so many. Acrobat, Love is Blindness off of this album specifically. Uh, New Year's Day, uh, In God's Country, uh, Spanish Eyes. Those are I don't know if I've ever loved you more than I love you right Spanish now. Spanish Eyes is a B-side, but it's a great song. It is a great song. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, Lady with a Spinning Head. Have you never heard that? No, I, I know no, it. No, it's good. No, it's I, not. No, I know okay. it. It's just not my favorite. Okay. Well, then I won't play it if it's mm. not your favorite. But that's a great song. I love it. If you're talking B-sides, that's probably my favorite U2 B-side. Love that. Uh, I, my favorite U2 B-side, they did a cover of the disco song Everlasting Love as an acoustic track. And it's a WRD, you used to play it I in rotation. Yeah. It was great. It was great. What about you? You're a big U2 fan. You and I are seeing U2 in Vegas later this year. If they're playing good stuff. Not. They're playing Octoon okay, Baby. They're, it's the 30th anniversary of, U, of uh, Octoon Baby, so that's what they're doing is yeah. they're playing uh i hope there's a live album of that because i would i would love oh, to get that yeah. i gotta i gotta be um pride i like pride pride is a good song acrobat it's so funny the three of us acrobats in our top five each i love acrobat, acrobat and love is blindness i like it there where the streets have no names of course great uh, song i want to say one but it's just so overplayed yeah, and they've messed it up too. With um, there were like four different versions of you it. You know what? I'm gonna. This is probably not gonna be on many top lists for them, but I really like Vertigo. I have no problem with Vertigo. And uh, another kind of upbeat one, uh, Elevation. Elevation's Elevation. a good song. Man, I have to have Acrobat playing in the background here while we're talking about this dude. You and I, we love Acrobat. We saw him play at what? For we talked about this a week or so. Yeah, ago this was with the when uh, we were in St. Louis the, with the CGI uh, yeah. Mephisto. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. God, what a great song! Uh, Adam Clayton, though, it's to you, Dizzle. How old is he today? Sixty-three. 
He was born March 13th, 1960. He is indeed John Dawson. 60, oh, he's not indeed John Dawson. He is indeed, comma, John Dawson, comma, 63 years old today. Is that that Oxford comma you hate? Uh, no. <laughs> so give me, give me 10. Let me have 15 seconds of this. Okay. You just close your eyes. You can feel the enemy. said close your eyes. When I first touched you, girl, you had fire in your soul. Oh. What happened to your face? Oh, Getting man. up in the red there, dog. I know. You're right. Ah. Uh, kids. Listen to Acrobat by you too. Hold on, hold on. All right, it's double the time you asked for. I know. <laughs> We're already two in. Well, we got three to go. Well, there's, yeah, we need to move it along. I know, and this, but this is the last musical hint of the day. If that helps you at all. All right, get it out of here. Let's go. Oh, do you want to get the dirty word in? I know. You. <laughs> I'll just have to cut that out. No. <laughs> I knew what he was doing. Okay. He lives for profanity. Me, baby angry. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I resemble that remark. Okay, uh, you lead two to nothing, John Dawson. Mm. Uh, two musical hints, Neil Sedaka and uh, Adam Clayton, and you take a two-nothing lead. Yes. Let's see you blow it here. Okay, Jonathan Massey, it's your turn. He was a star. I want you guys, I went down a rabbit hole reading about this guy. You guys are going to have to tell me him because he... Turns out he, he's in the middle. Anyway, it's Danny Masterson from that 70s. Oh, hey, yeah. yeah you, Are you familiar with uh, the saga? Yeah, he, it was a mistrial. That's all yeah. I know. And they're getting ready to restart. They're doing another trial. Evidently, he's not a very nice person. Well, I, you know, Allegedly. I, I, I wasn't there, but if if one-tenth of what they're saying is true, he's at least not a nice person. Yeah. Uh, the rest of it, who knows? Yeah. I know he's not on that reboot of if, that 70s show. They kicked him off of a show he was actively owned because of it. They killed off the character. Oh, yeah, yeah. the ranch. Yeah. If any, if any of what is being said is true. Yeah, uh, yeah he's kind of a slime ball. He's a little rapey dog. <laughs> he's a little <laughs> That was, hey, come on. No, no, no. Regardless of what he said, that was as close to a good Richard Clark as any we've ever done. Oh, we can't use it, but it was brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant. I like it. How old is he today? Uh, it's Scientology stuff, by the way. That's all. Yeah. Is it really? See, I didn't and realize that. That's that's why there's all this mistrial stuff, because I feel like they're influencing it quite a bit. Wow. I didn't dive that hold on. deep into it. Well, hold on. Pat McAfee's being sued by Brent Favre because he forgot to say one word. Allegedly. Yeah. Hey, tell him about newspapers. That's what we learned in newspapers. That's what I was That's why I'm trying to keep us out of litigation while we're talking about this. (laughs) So Danny Masterson, allegedly of the 70s show. No, Uh, he was on the 70s show. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, 46. You say 46. What do you say over there, Dizzle? 47. He was born March the 13th in the year of the Lord, 1976, and my little pitchy dog. Go ahead, say it. I want to hear you say it, dude. Uh, me? Yeah, a little. That's a little pitchy dog. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm. You got you to gotta give it a little rasp. I... Yeah. yeah you, don't have a, you don't have enough Richard rasp. No, I haven't smoked for as long. Next week, eat a, eat a pack of cigarettes before you come <laughs> back here. A, a pack of smoking <laughs> cigarettes or just a pack of just dry, raw cigarettes? <laughs> 
What's the <laughs> what? Candy cigarettes. We don't promote tobacco the ones with use. tobacco in them. No, oh, there you go. There you go. Well, hey, you know what this means though? John Dawson, you are up 3 to nothing. That means sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. John Dawson has not only gone ahead and clinched today, he has a perfect game going. Did you sound the alarm? The alarm was sounded, dog. <laughs> there you go. Okay, it goes to you with you up three to nothing. She was born Maria Rosario Pilar Martinez Molina Beza. That's, that seems excessive. It does, but we know her better as? Selena. Nope. Molina. She was a flamenco guitarist? Oh, Charo. Charo! Tell him about Charo. I used to see her on the love boat a lot. She would yeah. come out, and she was like a... She's like a vaudevillian. She would come out and sing. She would tell jokes. She would dance. She would get her flamenco guitar and play some incredible guitar. She's kind of—I think she's still doing it. I think, I think she her is. son's her manager or something. It, I didn't go down a deep rabbit hole on her, <laughs> but uh, I think she does still perform for sure. Yeah. So uh, Charo, tell him Charo was at one point she was one of the biggest pe- one of the biggest stars in the world, wasn't she? He just told me. Oh, did you? What's Memento about? <laughs> Callbacks. Callbacks are awesome. Tell him how old Charo is, uh, Jonathan Parrot Dawson. He just did. He did not. Don't mess with me. <laughs> you can easily get me. Dang. Um, 78. You say 78. What do you say over there, Mizzle? 79. She was born March the 13th. 1951, so she's only 72. What's important about that is sound the alarm again. Coochie, coochie. <laughs> That's what she would do. Yeah. Charo, Charo. God bless it. Uh, <laughs> John Dawson. John Dawson has a perfect game. He's up four to nothing. Dude, you just had a perfect game last Wednesday. You could have another perfect game right There's here. There's something about the combination of foods you feed me over here. Something that just we got to do sandwiches and ginger ale every week for now forever. I, I will do that. Why? But oh, here we go with the time travel. <laughs> okay, uh, Jonathan Massey, mm-hmm. you got to get this one to keep him from getting the perfect game. Here we go. Let's see if you can. You probably figure this out. He was in Fargo. Steve Buscemi. Nope. Boogie Nights. Oh, the uh, Macy William H Macy. William H Macy, and the star of TV Shameless. He's also been married to Felicity Huffman since 1997. I'm a Felicity Huffman fan. You said that last week. I can, something about William H. Macy, <laughs> every time I see him, I just, he looks like a kid who would like eat a lot of out-of-date bologna. I just, there's something about him that just ain't right. The rumor. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, William H. Macy Why over do there. I feel like on. you started that rumor? <laughs> It was in one of the things that I read. Somebody was, uh, had to identify. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, William, you know who we're talking about, right? William yeah. H. Macy. Uh, he was funny and shameless. I think maybe. He's very funny and shameless. Maybe one of the first, if not the first, uh, TV character that died because of COVID. That's that's how they killed him off in the show. I've not seen the season 10 yet. So is that how he died? Okay, it's been out for like two years yeah, now. It has, but Linda won't watch it with me because... Well, you said it was getting so bad you had stopped watching I it. I know, but I wanted to watch last year. Well, you know the star, the the female star was the first eight seasons, whatever her name is? Yeah. 
who was and, and i'm just making a statement of fact here they had her naked on the show mm-hmm. at least once a show for like the first three seasons am i right or am i oh, right i remember you saying then you got mad because they she asked him to stop doing that yeah mm-hmm. and then uh, I, I just can't believe they made her do it it was horrifying <laughs> yeah I, I can't believe they made her do that i mean it was just terrible john dawson Brian was angry that didn't have William H. Macy naked every You get week. to see William H. Macy naked more than you want to, okay? Yeah. The amount of nudity in that show is, is just disgusting. Tense, shameless. I would, I would never want to watch that again. <laughs> yeah, me either. It's, I mean, I'll tell you what, as a family man myself, I do not. I would not want my children watching it, okay? When you refer to yourself as a family man, is that because you watch Family Guy? And no, it's because I have a dog and a cat dog and a cat no, it's, it's because, because i have a dog and cat it's because he eats a stouffer's family lasagna by himself <laughs> <laughs> one more time <laughs> he earned, he, this, did he earn now and i'll be honest with you not this is not a joke or a riff or anything when i was in uh middle and high or my early years of high school and my last two years of middle school longest five years of my life but um <laughs> i would eat after school my grandma would get she would have in her freezer these Stouffer's family lasagnas, uh-huh. and I would eat one a day every day of the week. Wow. And then have dinner later that night. <laughs> you were a growing boy, though. You needed them. Yeah, well, look where it got me. You look good, dude. I mean, I'm not gay or anything, but dude, if I, you know. What you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey. Hey. William hey. H. Macy and uh, William H. Dawson over here is up four to nothing, so. You've got to get this one to keep him from having a perfect game, okay? How old today is William H. Macy? Did I win yesterday? You did win yesterday, yep. You won 4-1 to one yesterday, dude. Color me shocked. Or, uh, well, on Friday. Not yesterday, but on Friday you won 4-1. to one. Yesterday for the purposes of this show. Yes, yes. Uh, 62. You say 62 for the win, John Dawson, for the perfection, for your ninth perfect game in the history of this game. How old today is William H. Macy? 61. He was born March the 13th in the year of our Lord, 1950. He's 73 today, guys. Holy crap. Also, he was in uh, Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Wasn't very good though, right? Or was it? It was a Jurassic Park movie. They weren't winning awards. Yeah, that's true. So you win today, four to one, John Dawson. You now Aww. lead five days to four. Hey, some local birthdays were well. Actually, the man is disappointed that I won and and I wanted you. I wanted you to be perfect. I'm sorry, I'm not the president of the William H Macy Fan Club. You were talking about him being nude on the show, so I didn't realize he was 190 years old. There I'm sorry. Go. There you go, man. I just but I got but bro, be honest. I wouldn't say that on the radio. Oh, okay. It, I did find it weird when I was coming to Brian's house and it would be freeze framed on one of those scenes. <laughs> well, he on does William like Jay Giles. I do like Jay Giles. That's for sure. Okay, local birthdays or quasi local birthdays. Tyler Rose. He was a photographer for the Free Press for a minute. Uh, good guy. I really, I enjoyed working with him. Uh, How did they pay by the minute? If he was only there for 60 seconds, what kind of Happy pay birthday, is Tyler Rose. Hey, Chris Edwards' bride, <laughs> Kelly Edwards. Poor you remember Kelly, right? Oh, Chris Edwards is awesome, man. He just did the ACC tournament on the ACC Sports Network I mean, How many weekend. pictures could the man have taken in 60 seconds of employment? I mean, really. And then Gabe Wisnett, former sports editor, former editor of uh, the Goldsboro News Argus, who's now doing great things 
down in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina, or uh, upstate South Carolina. Think of what you, you met Gabe before, didn't you? I think you did. Really? John, I thought you did. Gabe Wisnett, today's his birthday. Just a great, that was, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I mean, what so did the guy do, take pictures of the lobby? I mean, that's really all he would have had time to do. So if your birthday is today, like Gabe Wisnett, Kelly Edwards, you made him laugh so hard he tilted his head back. That's yeah. awesome. Or Tyler Rose, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And what a great show we had for you here today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Again, I want to thank Mark Panicelli for joining us in our first hour. Uh, again, he is now in our rotation as our Monday first hour guest. And then Jackson Massey from North Lenore High School. Really do appreciate him joining us this morning. Tomorrow, we will have Richard Clark on the first hour. We'll have Tuesdays with Trez, our final one of the year. With Don Tress Styles and then uh, Dawn Kentz uh, from Lenore Community College. Got a big job fair taking place over at Lenore Community College on Wednesday, and she'll tell us about that. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.